0: where you can also learn more about working with me. Hi friend, and welcome to episode 86 of the Still Space podcast, When You're Up Against a Bully. I am so excited to talk to you about this topic today because I personally have it occurring in my own life, and I am counseling a number of clients right now who are dealing with bullies in the workplace. And I'm going to walk you through a very succinct process so that you can manage yourself and know what to expect and how to behave so that you can leave the interaction not robbed of your presence and your grace and your value but standing on solid ground. So first of all, let's look at what bullying is. Bullying is when somebody is overbearing, coming at you. It doesn't have to be personal, but that they can be coming at you with such vehemence that you feel threatened. So they may not be threatening you personally, but they may be so intense with their opinion that you feel intimidated. And it's very important to understand that you are still being bullied, even if they are not offending you personally, if they are vehemently up in your face, they are attacking something that you're supporting, and they are behaving and speaking with zeal that is inappropriate for the setting. That could be their tone of voice, that could be their body language, that could be them using inappropriate language. If you are feeling uncomfortable in the interaction, chances are you are being bullied. And many of you will know if you bring this up, often you're in a he said, she said, or she said, she said, or they said, he said, or whatever the situation. Often the person doing the bullying will say, oh, you're just too sensitive. That is gaslighting. Gaslighting is when somebody tells you that your reality is not reality. If you feel threatened and you feel you're being bullied and you tell somebody that and they say, that's not what happened, that's gaslighting. So that continues the abuse, that continues the bullying and makes you feel even more uncomfortable because now not only have you been bullied, now you've been denied the truth about the situation and been minimized like it's your fault the way you're interpreting the situation. So let's, number one, be very clear what bullying is. Again, if you feel uncomfortable or intimidated or threatened or afraid in any situation Because of the way somebody else is behaving, most likely their behavior is inappropriate and that is why you are feeling that way. That is bullying. Okay, so what do we do? What does human nature tell us to do? Oh, I'm going to defend myself, which is the worst thing you can do when you're being bullied. Why? Because the other person is meaner than you are. So if you go head to head with a bully, you will likely lose because they have no code of honor. They've already discounted treating you respectfully. So why would you get down in the dirt and roll around with someone who has no morals, lack of character, etc.? You will lose if you try and combat them. So... Number one, you're going to recognize what bullying is. Number two, you are not going to bully back to stop the bullying. It is very appropriate and very empowering when you can say to the bully, I feel very persecuted right now. Do you want to tell me where that's coming from? I feel very uncomfortable right now. I feel very criticized right now. I feel afraid right now. Should I be? Can you explain to me what you are thinking, where this is coming from? Now this gives the other party the opportunity to step back and see themselves hopefully from a perspective they hadn't considered. Sometimes bullies bully because this is the only way they know how to get what they want. When you call them out on it with how you're feeling, they cannot deny that. See, when you say to somebody, you're being this way, you're characterizing them, and they can deny that. But when you tell them how you're feeling, I'm feeling very persecuted right now. I'm feeling very threatened right now. They cannot gaslight you over that because they don't get to tell you how you're feeling. And if they do, you say just that. You don't tell me how I feel. You can't tell me how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. Well, you don't have any right to feel that way. Well, that could be your opinion, but I still do feel that way, and I'm trying to understand why you're doing this. What is the point? So you've now called them out for what they are doing. Again, not arguing back with them. Your only point is the way that they are conducting themselves is making you afraid. This is very hard to do in the moment when you feel threatened, because when we feel threatened, our ego rises up to protect us, and you are either in fight, flight, or freeze mode. So you're going to either fight back, and we already just discussed why you don't want to do that or you want to run away uh, and escape this, just get out of there as soon as possible. That really doesn't work well for you in any setting, let alone the corporate setting. And often you will want to freeze, just freeze in place because it's The only thing that you can do to hold your ground is to do just nothing. And then what happens often is the other person essentially starts walking all over you and you just feel smaller and smaller and pushed into the ground. So we don't want you in fight, flight, or freeze mode. What I'd like you to practice is preparing for situations like this, preparing such that when the situation occurs, you are a fly on the wall observing the situation and you know your one or two points that you will always go back to because they will be your strongest points, because the other person is going to pull you into whatever their argument is. And you need to be able to not defend against that argument, but go back to the argument that you're making that is solid, fact-based, and true. So let me give you a anecdotal situation. Recently, I was in an interaction with people where I, you could say, was being made fun of. And I sensed it. I could tell how it was bubbling up in me, how insulted I felt, how small I felt, how persecuted I felt. So I stopped the conversation and I said, I'm feeling very persecuted right now. Oh, we're not doing that. And see, this is when the gaslighting occurs. You're just taking it too seriously, blah, 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 blah. So in the moment, I was able to execute that. The part that I wish... I had been able to execute. I wish I had prepared for ahead of time, but I didn't see this coming. And one fallback that you can always use is looking for more clarification. So when someone insults you, they don't really want to look mean. They're just giving you a little dig. And that's where you can say, and I should have said in this instance, I'm not understanding what you mean by that comment. Can you tell me? And they will have to now unravel this little slur or this little slight that they just gave you. But you're going to make them articulate what they mean behind that. You're going to continue to ask questions. This is a tool. This is a tactic. When you are under fire, continue to ask questions. Don't defend yourself because you can't win on that front ask questions, and know what your home base is. Go back to your one or two points that you can always fall back on. So in this interaction with this person, what ended up happening is I was feeling really uncomfortable, really put down, and what I wish I could have said was, This is what is true. This is very hurtful. I feel very hurt. But instead, what I said was, I don't care what you think, which wasn't true. And it made me feel even worse because I did care what they thought. But I was betraying myself in pretending that I didn't. So if When I replayed this scenario for myself, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm an executive coach. I know how to do this. Why am I so undone by this interaction? It was very simple. I was denying my emotions. We talk about this all the time in the still space. You have a thought. It leads to an emotion. And then you act on that emotion. My thought, I got it right, is I'm being persecuted. The emotion was... I'm hurt, but I didn't want to feel that. I skipped over that to pretending my emotion was that I didn't care. And that's why I felt so unfulfilled by this interaction. And then what did I do? I said that I didn't care. And that wasn't authentic. I did care. And I was very much hurt by this. So upon reflection, I want to share this scenario with you and how I train my clients to get around things like this so that you're prepared when this happens to you. When you feel threatened, call out the behavior. I'm feeling very, whatever it is, threatened, persecuted, criticized, and then state the emotion that is true. You don't want to go there. I know that. It's painful. It's hurtful to admit that you're hurting. You feel vulnerable. You feel like that raven is going to swoop down and just eat you alive when you say that. No, you are honoring your truth and disarming their meanness, right? So If you characterize them by saying you're mean, uh, that's an interpretation. That's an assumption on your part. They probably are. But you can say, I feel like you're being mean. Why are you being so mean? They can't deny what you feel, right? They can't deny that. I feel really hurt by this. I'm trying to understand why you would do this. Okay, so let's review the steps. Number one, you feel you're being bullied. Let's make sure is this really what is occurring? Am I being bullied? Um yes. Step 1. Am I being bullied here? Yes. Okay. Step 2. What is my home base? What are my points that I want to hold on to in order to hold my ground in this conversation? What is my truth here? Yes. There are the feelings, we're going to get to that in a second, but immediately I have to know what my go-to is. What is the right thing to do here for me? Okay. In addition to that, also what is true about how I feel about this. I feel very whatever that feeling is. I'm going to hold my ground because I know this, but in this scenario, I feel very whatever that feeling is don't deny that and then you can begin to act on those two things i know my home base say what it is say your position and if they get even uglier and meaner stay with your home base and then call out the behavior and the feeling i'm feeling very criticized right now i'm feeling very put down i'm wondering what's what's behind that what are you really thinking And when you start to help the other person think about their own behavior and the thoughts behind their behavior, it starts to de-escalate the situation. In the scenario where I was describing my personal situation, when I said, I don't care, that's what they said, well, we don't care either. And then you can see where that's going. It's just going nowhere. And at the end of the day, nothing was resolved. A few days later, the topic came up again, and they just threw it back in my face and said, no, we're not going to bring that up because we know how you're going to react. Because I was defensive. You won't be defensive if you're curious. If you're asking questions, you know your home base, and you're not afraid to admit how you really feel in this situation. I don't understand what your point is. Can you clarify it? I feel like you're criticizing me. And that gives them the opportunity to now defend what they're doing. And that, that puts them on the defensive, which is putting you in a more powerful position. You're being curious about their behavior and you're calling it out for how you feel you're being treated. Let me also be very clear about something bullying can occur no matter what the situation. No matter who the person is, this could be somebody who you report to, it could be somebody that reports to you, it could be any gender, it could be any representation of society. Bullying does occur. Don't bring any bias to bullying, don't bring any status to bullying, don't bring any assumptions or expectations. Bring yourself, your full self, naked with the truth, honest with yourself to the situation and observe it without becoming the thoughts that may run over in your mind when the thoughts are leading and not the leader. We don't want the thoughts leading. We want the leader leading. So observe the thoughts that are going on in your head. It might be I can't believe this person is treating me like this. Do they not know the values of this organization? They may not. No matter what the situation is, don't be drawing judgments or conclusions. Stay present in the moment. One very still, deep breath. Bring yourself to the still space and look at what is in front of you. Before you lose your presence, before you go off and start to feel like you have to defend yourself or you go on the attack yourself, observe like you're watching a movie or television or a scenario between two people where you're not emotionally involved. This is where you can assume the persona of what is often called corporate speak. Because if all you can do is pull that off, you will not lose your presence. This is where you know the company line, you know what it is that's right, you stand by what is the truth, and you just keep going back to it. And what you'll find is the other person will say things like, I know that, you've said that five times. And you just look at them and say, I don't know what else to say, that is the truth. And they won't like that. They won't like you at your strongest point, but you can't stand your ground on your strongest point and not get pulled out into the areas that they want you to defend against if you're not centered, if you're not able to take a deep breath, if you don't practice mindful daily practices that keep you in the moment, that tell you, about yourself, that make you feel strong in your own skin. This is why we do things like meditation, mindful walking, prayer, staying in the moment, deep breathing. These things keep us centered and grounded so that we don't move into fight, flight, or freeze. So let me take you through another scenario. I have a client who was prepared for someone that they work with that uh, that is in a higher capacity than they are. This is not someone they report directly to, but somebody with power within the organization. They knew a meeting was coming up with this person. They knew this person had a personal agenda and they knew that this personal agenda did not align with anything within the organization, let alone the values of the organization or the projects that were going on or anything. It was a personal agenda. So, We practiced how that conversation may go, which you can do in your own mind because you know how people tend to behave. So you can play out the scenarios with a friend or with yourself in the mirror and just continue to look at the person. Don't look down, don't look away. And you know your home base, you know what your strong points are. And when you hold to them, they will get more frustrated. And at some point, you will agree to disagree. At some point, the other person is going to know you are not going to fold. If you lose it in front of them, now you've given them ammunition and you've lost your power and your presence. So you don't want to get upset and angry and yell. You don't want to cry. You don't want to raise your voice. You don't want to Walk down and seem small and just sort of, okay, I don't know. You maintain your executive presence and stay with them and stay with the confidence of knowing that you are holding your ground. I'm sorry that this isn't what you want to hear. And you can even talk about how You've gotten to the point where you are. Don't go off in what they want you to defend. Talk about, stay in the moment of how you've gotten to the facts of the truth where you stand. And what the benefit to the organization is of that. And what the downside is to the organization of not sticking with that truth. So in the end, everything that you're talking about is coming back to Whatever the truth is, it's the best thing for the organization and have written data in front of you. So, when this client had this conversation, he had it backed up with lots of sheets of data. Oh, well, this is what surveys have told us. This is what previous projects have told us. This is what, etc., other things that have gone on within the organization that underscored what they were doing was on track. And what he was suggesting was not in alignment with anything within the organization, but the personal agenda that it was driving towards. So back yourself up with data. So it's not you against the other party. It's the other party against what is right. And here's the data that backs up what is right. We die in fear over personal conflict, because we set it up against the other person versus us. And it's not them versus you. It's them versus the data, them versus the value of the organization, them versus the progress of the organization. And that removes you personally from any conflict whatsoever. It's just a fact. This is who we are. This is what we do. This is what the data shows. This is succeeding. This doesn't dovetail with what we're doing. Your initiative doesn't make sense here. That's why it's not going to work. That's why we can't do it. So it's not a personal affront. And when you get down in the mud and roll around with bullies, you're now slinging mud. You can't do that. It doesn't work. It's not effective. Maintain your executive presence by going back to the still space. Know what your home base is. Know what your one or two points that you will always go back to are and have paper there, have data on why that is so, on how that supports what's going on. So there's just, there's no reason to deviate from that other than personal agenda. And you're not going to say this is your personal agenda. You're just going to be very curious. Well, I I'm not sure I understand how this dovetails with our values. I'm not sure how this dovetails with our other initiatives or our processes or our policies. Well, why would we deviate from them? Well, because we have to do something over here. Well, if we do that over there, how are these other departments going to feel about that? Or how are these other business units going to be affected by that? And as you continue to bring up What is common sense they don't have an argument when you've backed it up on paper with everything that you keep going back to in your home base so we have to be smart about it yes we have to prepare yes and how do we prepare we prepare with data but we also prepare with mindful daily practices that keep us in the still space away from feeling fight flight or freeze mode where we can't execute at our best self. And then at the end of that interaction, walk away feeling ineffective and efficient, disregarded, disrespectful and small. Nobody's going to come out a winner in these bullying situations. What I want for you is for you to come out whole. Whole is everything. That's home base to a home run coming out whole not compromised not beat down not feeling like you won anything but feeling that you did what was right and you came away fine from that scenario and sure that person might go off and tell people things if what you're doing is backed up with the data that you put together who's going to argue that eventually personal agenda is going to be seen for what it is. And usually in those instances, the personal agenda dies because what you've done is made it obvious. You've made their personal agenda obvious because it doesn't dovetail with anything else based on what you've put on paper. I know you can do this, but it takes thoughtful intention, purposefulness, preparedness, mindful daily practice and centeredness on your home base i know you can do this i teach people to do this all the time it can be done and you will be known for the person that is the solid leader that people go to that is the must-have for any team so you can listen to this again. Walk yourself through the steps anytime you have a scenario that you're dreading that's coming up. If this is very linear. Again, center yourself. Know what you're feeling. Know what your home base is. Your one or two points. Prepare ahead of time with lots of data that support what it is that you are upholding. And see the other person for what they are. They're desperate about something. They're compromised about something. They have a personal agenda about something. They're not in alignment with what is true and whole and good because they have something that is unsettled within them. They want you unsettled too, which is why they're bullying you and trying to get you down in the mud to roll around with them. You're not going down in the mud. Maintain your executive presence, because that's who you are, because you are whole. I am proud of you, and I know you can do this, wishing you your centeredness, your mindful daily practices, and your alignment with your truth today. You've got this. Hey there. I want you to know if you're struggling in your career or in a certain work situation or a personal situation, you don't have to go on that way. I'm here to help you. Go on over to my website, maryleegannon.com, and you will see all kinds of free tools and information there, a career plan, a checklist, a mini course, all types of things that will show you how to get back to you at your best. And there's information there on working with me. Because I'm quite certain that you don't need one more thing to be more effective or happier. You don't need another course or another book or another degree or another mentor, advocate or sponsor. We need to get out of the way all of the smoke and mirrors that are shadowing you from who you are when you don't carry around all of that doubt that is hovering over you coming through and shining with the presence, with the value, with the persona that is noticed and respected, revered, and paid within your organization. So head on over to my website, pick up any of the free information that is there. If you want to talk to me, click on a consultation with me and I'm happy to get on the phone with you and see if there's something that I can do to help you. Either way, I'm here for you, because success is freedom, not more hours. I'm glad you are with me today, and I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and get any of my free publications at my website, maryleegannon.com, where you can also learn more about working with me.